Welcome back to Pops and Pop Culture, a Riverdale Rewatch podcast. I'm Maya. And I'm Luke, and we are here to discuss all things pop culture and dissect the wildest show on TV. Um, so this is a very special episode. Uh, we have, I guess we should introduce our special guests first before getting into what this episode will be about. Um, so we have Abigail, who's a friend of the podcast. She was on our Listen to the Heart episode. Welcome back, Abigail. Hello. <laughs> Um, and then we have a new guest, um, Madeline, who's another one of our friends, and Hi. so welcome to the podcast. Hi. Um, Maya, would you like to explain what this episode is about very briefly? Yes. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Folklore, Taylor Swift's new episode, <laughs> or not episode, <laughs> <laughs> her new album, which came out on Friday. Um, so we're going to be talking just about our, well, our personal histories with Taylor Swift, um, our general thoughts, our top three and bottom three songs on the album, and also some fun theories. Yeah. So, I mean, so. all of us have very uh, long histories with Taylor Swift, I guess some longer than others, <laughs> but um, we should get into it. So Abigail, you definitely have, or you have the longest relationship with taylor swift oh as you did with the bachelor too so would you like to um true start us off how how are you connected (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it all started um on valentine's day many years ago my parents used to get us all like different gifts (laughs) yeah i don't remember what year this was but my parents got me um the fearless cd her second studio album as a valentine's gift for me and then i was just obsessed with it i loved it change was my favorite song um i don't know and i just i just loved it um i don't have much many memories like from like being a stan but i was definitely a fan of the music and i don't know maya and i went to the speak now concert so that was fun i remember getting um red like in uh, at Target when I was there with my dad to buy something else, but I saw it. I was like, oh, she came out with a new album. Cool, I should get it. Imagine just, um, like, finding but, that out at Target. <laughs> I know, imagine. Um, and so then fun. when 1989 came out, um, I wasn't quite as into it. You know, I heard her, like, main songs, but then when Reputation came out, it was, like, such a big deal, and I feel like it was just really, like, culturally relevant. Um, and so I was definitely paying attention to that. Um, and so, yeah. And so that's when I, then I also started listening to, um, the, all of 1989. Um, and I think since, you know, the winter of reputation, um, coming out, that's when I've really been, I would consider myself really becoming a Swifty. Luke and I found a podcast, a different podcast, um, that we really, that really just brought us in, um, and ever since then, um, I'm loving it. Oh, also I forgot to mention that we did go to, um, the Reputation Stadium tour. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maya? So, I was introduced to Taylor Swift by Abigail, um, I never knew the whole thing about Valentine's Day, 
Um, but at that point, I hadn't, like, really listened to my own music. I just listened to, like, whatever my parents played. So Taylor Swift was one of the first artists that I, like, actually liked myself. And I remember two of the first songs I ever bought on iTunes were You Belong With Me and Jump Then Fall, which is, like, so weird. Um, <laughs> but I then... I mean, I went to the Speak Now concert with Abigail, and Taylor Swift was, like, my second favorite artist, just slightly behind Miley Cyrus for, like, a bunch of years, and I I remember, well, I remember when Speak Now came out, and I remember when Red came out. I feel like I bought it at Starbucks. Oh, Um, that's so random. Red? You bought Red at Starbucks? (laughs) Because you know how Starbucks used to always have those CDs? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But then... During Red, like, shortly after Red came out, at first I was, like, really liking it. And then I feel like everyone just started talking about how, like, Taylor's, like, liking Taylor Swift was just, like, not cool. So then I just, like, was like, Taylor Swift's just not cool anymore. So Mm -hmm. then I stopped liking her for a little while. And I remember 1989 came out, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, Taylor Swift is just, like, sold out. Like, this is so (laughs) bad. (laughs) Um, and then, but then I went to the 1989 (laughs) tour. It was like super random. Like I literally like bought the tickets like a couple hours before the concert. Like I don't even really know why I ended up going. I just like ended up going. Um, and then I like sort of started liking Taylor Swift again. And I feel like it was sort of like more connected to like the nostalgia of it. But I started liking 1989, and then Reputation came out, and these guys got, like, really into it. And I was never, like, a big fan of Reputation, um, but I don't know. And then, like, Lover came out, and I liked Lover. I don't know. I, I feel like I just, like, I don't really know where my relationship with Taylor Swift stands at this point, but, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you've definitely been, like, because we're like super fans, I feel like you're sort of like tangentially a super fan. Like it's yeah, like and then it's it. also like there's a lot of nostalgia attached yeah. to it. Yeah. So I guess my relationship. I feel like my first memories. I like don't really have any memories of listening to like debut the debut album ever just on the radio. And the first times I listened to Taylor Swift were definitely just kind of on the radio. Like, I feel like I have, like, specific memories of listening to, like, You Belong With Me and Love Story, um, like, on the bus to school. So, those songs are definitely on my radar. Um, And then, I don't know, I wasn't, like, a super fan, but, like, I definitely liked those songs. And I liked Blank Space when it came out. I wasn't, like, paying attention to her releases, but, like, when I heard them on the radio, I liked them. I remember, like, liking 22 and... um, What's the other one from Red? Um, we Are Never Getting Back Together. And then I the, really liked a lot of the 1989 singles, like Wildest Dreams and Style. Um, but again, I wasn't, like, following her at all. It was all just, like, what I heard on the radio. And then I remember, Maya, you posted a screenshot. So w- when Taylor Swift deleted all of her social media and posted, like, the, the Snakes ahead of reputation on her instagram i remember you screenshotted like this one picture that was like new single out tomorrow night or something 
for look what you made me do and I remember seeing that screenshot on your finsta and then being like oh like this is so cool like I'm so excited for this even though I didn't really like know that much about Taylor Swift I was like oh this is just like very culturally relevant it's like it's like a big deal and so I was like interested in hearing the song and so I remember listening to the song the morning after it came out and I think I bought it and it was like it was not even that good but it was like just like a moment (laughs) and so then from that moment on I think I started following Taylor Swift after that and like was just following all of her singles um and I feel like the reputation era especially in the beginning was just such like a spectacle because she was like doing nothing but like everyone was like obsessed with what every every movement so I definitely was like in that and then I remember listening to reputation when I first came out I was like in New York and I was listening to it um and I didn't even like like some of the songs a lot of them have grown on me and then after listening to reputation I went back and started listening to all of her back catalog which a lot of it I hadn't listened to before and then def- and then because of the podcast I guess like the winter of reputation after reputation I feel like me and Abigail both were like really in- getting into Taylor Swift separately and then we randomly realized we were doing we were like getting re into her um kind of at the same time and then discovered the podcast and then sort of like started following a lot of Swifties on Twitter and then sort of now I now I'm like too in deep in the Swifty fandom <laughs> but now I've been like a super fan through Lover and now through Folklore I guess um Madeline would you so, like to Luke oh, okay. wait really quick so I just realized am I responsible for you becoming obsessed with Taylor Swift yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> It's all, it's really, it's really all because of that one Finsta post. Like, I know, like, I've thought about this a lot. Like, it's really, if you look back on it, it's all because of that. Which is, like, sort of Well, I'm never, I didn't even know that, but now I'm never gonna let this go. (laughs) It's a bit, this crazy. But, I mean, I'd like Uh to think that I would have found Taylor another way, even without that. But. I will never know. Um, Madeline, would you like to finish this off? Yeah, so I think my story kind of mirrors Maya's at the beginning and Luke's at the end. Um, the earliest memory I have of Taylor Swift is loving the song You Belong With Me. And I think then, all as I was growing up, like I knew all of her singles, but I didn't know any of the other songs on her albums because I think I just heard it on the radio, heard whatever my parents were playing. And then I think it was probably the beginning of eighth grade when I really started listening to my own music and like figuring out what artists I like and then the next album that Taylor Swift released after that was when we were in high school and that was Reputation and it was like you know a big thing everyone was getting excited about it so I remember like listening to Reputation right when it came out well not at midnight but (laughs) I like my sleep but um and being excited about it and then I ended up going to the Reputation tour with Luke and Abigail and it was mind-blowing it was amazing and I think like going to that live experience is what like really made me fall in love with Taylor Mm -hmm. Swift and that fall after the concert the concert was in the summer I started listening to all of her old stuff and like going back through all her albums and now I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call myself a super fan like Luke and Abigail but I certainly love Taylor Swift if you look at my Apple Music replay she's the highest (laughs) number of hours by oh, far 
And I was like so excited. My music this year was going to be like so like diverse, and it wasn't just going to be one artist. My top songs were all going to be from different artists, and now it's like, oh, just kidding. Like nope. it's all going to be two. It's all going to be one album. I already know exactly what it's going to be, but uh, it's okay. Well, I guess I'll do it for Taylor. So, I mean. This last few days, I mean, so me and Maya recorded the last episode that we released on Wednesday, and we sort of left it open-ended whether or not we were going to have an episode come out today on Sunday. And then literally, like, the next day, before I even had uploaded the last episode, the news that Taylor Swift was releasing her eighth studio album, Folklore, um, reached the internet. Um, So that sort of prompted us to make this episode a little bit last minute um but I guess I'll just give a quick rundown of like what happened so I guess I think it was like 8 a.m Taylor Swift posted like eight pictures that were or nine pictures on Instagram that made like a grid of the album cover and I think it was like there for like 10 minutes before she actually announced the album so people were like a little bit confused um and then she announced that she was releasing a surprise album um, it was called Folklore. It um, it had this like very black and white se- sepia toned um, imagery, um, and also that she's releasing a music video for her lead single Cardigan, which is one of the songs on the album. Um, at the same time, on Thursday night at midnight. Um, and so I feel like it was also like the tenth and ten year anniversary of One Direction on the same at the same time, and just like no one cared about that at all. <laughs> Because I guess when Taylor Swift releases a surprise album, it's a bit bigger of a deal. Um, and yeah, I feel like that was sort of just, that sort of just created like a whirlwind. At least for me, I was very distracted that entire day. And um, and then we got an album, like literally 16 hours after she announced it, which is unlike any album she's ever released. Um, anyone that knows Taylor Swift knows that she has a very long album release cycle um like nearing four months usually so the 16 hour turnaround was a lot for these swifties out here but yeah but yeah so um i guess we should start with our initial reactions to the album when we listened um abigail would you like to start us off yeah so i'll just preface this by saying that like luke the whole day i was just very distracted from everything I was supposed to be doing um and so you know as 12 o'clock came sooner like my younger sister was genuinely worried about me just (laughs) like I was very excited but I was also just like really like I'm not prepared like oh my god what's happening ah so yeah so but then I kind of calmed down Luke FaceTimed me so that I think it helped and then you know I I got all ready for bed and I turned the lamp on in my room and the twinkle light so it was like it wasn't so dark that I would fall asleep but it was you know still moody like yeah folklore vibes you know and so yeah I know I just listened to the whole album all the way through I didn't watch the um video uh the cardigan video before I listened to the album because I wanted to like have my own images of all the songs first Um, yeah, I just, you know, I had my eyes closed, and I was just soaking it in, and I was very engaged and alert, 
Um, yeah, and the whole time I was just thinking, wow, Taylor has blessed us. We did not deserve this. This is her best yet. Like, I was just loving it the whole time. Maya, would you like to? All right. Yes. So, um, well, I don't totally relate to Abigail in terms of (laughs) how I acted that day. I don't think I acted that day any differently than I normally do, but... I was I was like very excited to listen to it and I well I remember at like 11:30 I was like I'm actually like really tired right now like I could go to sleep um and normally I just like stay up really late I'm just bad at going to bed early um but I was like finally I'm like ready to sleep at like 11:30 <laughs> um but then I was like oh I guess I can't go to sleep now um So I waited until 12, and at that point I had, like, woken up a little bit. But then at 12, I went to Apple Music, and then it wasn't there. Um, And then I texted, but nobody responded to my text. Apple Music was having problems. It was, like, Um, So then, yeah, it took, like, 10 minutes for them to drop it. But then I went to, I was like, okay, well, maybe not. It was, like, a couple minutes after 12, but I was like, okay, so now I'm just going to go to the Cardigan, like, live release of the video so I went to that it was like in the middle of the video I was like okay this song is fine like she's doing something in the lake or I don't remember I haven't even watched the video um <laughs> like in its entirety now but she was like playing the piano or something in a lake and I was like okay and then I went to Twitter and I was like what's happening because nobody was responding to my text so I was like okay I'll see what's happening on Twitter but then someone was like oh it's on Spotify so I went to Spotify and then um, I guess since I don't have, like, a Spotify premium account, like, I can only listen to it in shuffle, so I listened to it, and Betty was the first song that came on. I was like, oh my god, this song is so good, like, is this gonna be what the whole album is like? And then, finally, it went on Apple Music, um, and, hmm, I think I did really, I don't know, I feel like I didn't have, like, super strong feelings. I was just like, I, like, really like this, like, it wasn't... I don't know. I feel like towards the end, I was like, can this just, like, be over already? But, um... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, like, I did really... I did really like it. Um, and it was just, like, nice, like, calming before I went to bed. I don't know. Yeah. That's my story. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Well, so I also have Apple Music, so that was the first, like, ten minutes were at midnight, which I, like, had a f- I had this, like, feeling that Apple Music was just not gonna work, because <laughs> it's, like, had problems for other releases. Like, I think, like, Ariana Grande's Thank You Next, Apple Music had major issues. <laughs> it's, like, always the case that everyone on Spotify on Twitter is like, oh my god, these songs are so great, and then everyone who has Apple Music is, like, just waiting for Apple Music to get it back together. <laughs> So I was, like, kind of anticipating that. I don't... Like, I didn't have any problems for Lover, but I don't know. I just, like, had this feeling. So I actually started listening to it on YouTube music, which you have to watch an ad between each song, but you can listen to it in order. So it's basically, like, watching it on YouTube, but it was just, like, listening to it. Um, I've never used YouTube music before. don't really plan on using it again, but... So I started listening to it, and then at some point I checked back on Apple Music and it was there, so then I started listening to it there. And I, like, really loved it. I really, like, even the first song, like, I feel like I was just, like, it was, like, the vibe I was expecting, but I just, like, really worked um, for me. 
And, like, again, I kind of agree with Maya. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is, like, amazing. But I was like, I really like this. And I feel like sometimes with her music, it, like, takes me a few listens to, like, really get into it. Like, I feel like with Lover, like, I've come around to, like, every song almost on it. But, like, the first listen, I wasn't like, I love this song. Like, I didn't love every single song the first time I listened to it. And I liked every song so much more just on the first listen with this. And it was, like, really easy to, like... Um, and then I also ended up taking notes of my initial reactions because I feel like with Lover I got a bit distracted and sort of just like wasn't paying attention so I was like this is the I want to like pay attention to these songs but also I felt like so much more awake and I was just like very into it the whole time so I was like pleasantly surprised because I was kind of worried like I was like every time she releases new music I'm like worried that I'm just not going to like it that much but I was very I don't think that's possible like no, but there are definitely, like, songs... Like, I, I mean, I can say right off the bat that can, this is way better than Lover. And, like... Yeah, yeah. but you can force yourself to, like, any music. I, no, yeah, I agree. Especially if Taylor I agree, Canada, but yeah. I think it's, like, it's so much more enjoyable when you just, like, love it immediately rather than, like, having to force yourself yeah. to like it. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> I, I was, like, very um, happy about that. So, yeah, that is my two cents on my initial reactions. Yeah, I think, so I think I was the only one who didn't listen to it at midnight. I did set an alarm, but then it went off and I was tired, so I went back to bed. (laughs) But um, I woke up the next morning, and I mean, the first thing I did was start it. And immediately, like, I heard that first song, and I was like, this album is going to be good. Because Mm -hmm. it was, it was, like, different than, like, the one, it's different than her other songs. It was a very different vibe than the past two albums that, like, I had been aware of the release of Reputation and Lover. And, I mean, I liked that first song a lot, so that was a good start for me. And then I I kept listening to it, but I had to go to cross-country practice, so I ended up listening to most of it on my run. And it was a really good run, and it was really good music to listen to on a run. It was just, it was calming, and, like, I don't know, it was, it was, like, overall a really great morning just listening to the music. And I would say, like, first reactions, the middle of it did, like, blend together a little bit for me. Like, the first... The first maybe five songs all felt like, oh, these are individual songs. And then it got into the middle and I was like, "Ah, I don't know what's going on. But then when it hits like Betty and it's like a whole nother genre, it like picked up my attention again. Um, And it did take like going back and listening to it a couple more times for like the songs to separate in my head. But like Mm -hmm. initially I just, I liked it a lot. I, I did think, oh, I like this better than Lover and Reputation. I don't like. I don't know if I can say it's my favorite album yet. I think I need to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I, I feel like I have but, recency bias. I, yeah, like, I can't. But I, yeah. I do love it. And I think like one weird thing going on in my head right now is because I think Luke, you were talking about earlier how like she has usually four months of kind of rolling out the album because it came all at once and like it's this whole other genre switch again. I'm having a hard time like reconciling it with the other taylor swift music in my head and like putting them together like in my head they're two completely separate things i feel the exact same way i like haven't like come to terms that this is like also taylor swift music like i Mm -hmm. keep thinking i I keep like having these moments where i'm like wait a second like this is real like this album is like one of her eight albums like it's just like another one it's not just like i feel like partially just because (laughs) swifties on twitter have been like wanting a surprise release for literally like Mm -hmm ever like they've been like oh my god she's gonna release like a surprise album tonight i just know it like these these easter eggs point to this album being released this day and it's like never true so i feel like the fact that this like actually happened was like a little bit 
shocking. Yeah. yeah. Like today was the f- I today was the first day that I put folklore songs on my Taylor Swift playlist, which is just all of her songs. And I was like, oh, like I guess I'll like try to integrate it in my mind, and I shuffled it, and then I just skipped until I got to folklore songs. <laughs> That's <laughs> like it just it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to listen to this album and nothing else forever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I yeah. feel like I'm like kind of over her other music at this point. <laughs> I'm like, this all of her other music is so overplayed for me. I just need to only listen to this music. Yeah. Uh, I will say I do really like folklore, but I can't listen to it for too long. Or I feel like my brain is like, I don't know, like melting. I mean, not melting. <laughs> That's an interesting. But like, <laughs> what? Like, fogging up, because it's just also, like, light, and, like, and sometimes I just get, like, and sometimes it just gets really boring, so if I listen to, like, the whole, like, I've listened to the whole album or most of the album all the way through, but usually if I do that, like, a couple of times, but usually if I do that, then afterwards I have to go and, like, listen to something, like, much heavier. I was, like, listening to some punk music, because I needed something that was, like, wow. the exact opposite to, like, No, I kind of understand it. what you mean. I feel like there was, like, a time when yeah. I was, because I was, t- was in a, I had, like, a six-hour car ride, like, on the day it released, so that was, like, I feel like my first chance to, like, just listen to it over and over and over again, and, like, really start to, like, get to know the songs individually from each other. Um... I feel like there were, I, like, after listening to it for, like, three hours straight, I needed to take, like, a quick break, because <laughs> it was, like, a lot. I kind of understand what you mean. Yeah, and it's, like, if you listen to them all together, they kind of blend together, but then if you listen to them as individual songs, I think there's so much better. I do agree with that, because I feel like, mm-hmm. so she has, like, a sort of, sort of a couple genres going on, but, like, that middle chunk of songs are all kind of that, like, I don't want to say, like, flowy pop, like ambient yeah. vibes. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. So they yeah. blend. Um, should we talk about our least and best, or most, well, I can't talk, but least <laughs> favorite and favorite, I guess, songs. Yes. Um, so we're going to say, each of us are going to go around and say our bottom three songs. And obviously, I feel like at least my rankings are definitely going to change, but at the moment, our bottom three songs. Oh, and yeah. then after we've all gone around, we'll each say our top three songs. So, I guess, Abigail, you can, as we've done, you can start us off. What are your bottom three songs? Yeah. Um, so, before I say this, I just want to add that I love all the songs, and I appreciate them. And bottom doesn't mean <laughs> not like... And I just... Taylor Swift, if you're yeah. listening to this, I love you so much. <laughs> this is in yeah. no way an attack on Taylor. your... Taylor! <laughs> No, but seriously, like, when I was listening to the whole album, I was like, oh my god, all these songs are so good. So, this is just relative. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for that. Okay. So, I'll start. So, I actually did rank all the songs this morning, which was very unexpected, because I'm very indecisive. So, but these top three and bottom three are, like, from my actual rankings. So, I'll start with number 16. Um, And... This is going to be controversial, I know, but it's mm-hmm. seven. Um, seven. And so, I don't know. I just, I get heavy, it's nice to have a friend vibes. <laughs> and I just really... I do too, and I that's like, why I love it. <laughs> oh, God. I do not get Wait, that. Wait, can I just all. interject for one second? I sent this to Abigail, but I saw a tweet on, uh, I saw a tweet on Twitter 
word tweets are. Um, that was like, <laughs> if 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 um, it's nice to have a friend was on folklore, everyone would have loved it so much more. That is so true. That's and I kind of thought that. Oh my gosh. I would Abby not have. I would not have either. But I no, Abigail definitely would have. <laughs> I Abigail definitely would have loved it. I. I don't know. Just something about that song. I don't know. So, but anyway, that's kind of the vibe Seven gives me. But I do like Seven. And she sounds so good in it. Like, she just sounds so good in this whole album. But, like, Seven is like, wow. So, anyway, that's why Seven is 16 for me. And Seven for me, like, I don't love, like, the first part. But then when it gets to, like, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, I like that part more. Like, I don't like the first, like part but i like like the more yeah. upbeat part that's well, kind and of I, in the and middle and i did appreciate and i love the sentiment I did of that song that too it's like it's like about her a friend growing up i think and it's just like a really sweet song well also gets pennsylvania yeah. gets a mention which is yeah, like sad say, for her but also happy for us because we live in pennsylvania yeah <laughs> why is it sad for her well because it was she bullied got bullied here well but that was i feel like that was more like when she was a little older <laughs> <laughs> and she might not associate the whole <laughs> state with that <laughs> I think she did, like... <laughs> I think she was bullied in Nashville. No. She probably was bullied her no, whole childhood. because remember probably. the best day, Maya? She was bullied everywhere. <laughs> Maya, think She's about still the bullied best to this They day. were all jealous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyway. That was a lot. Okay. I'm not going to say anything about Seven right now. Because yes, you don't have to, about it later. Okay. I'm sure we'll hear all about it. Okay. Um, number 15, Hoax. Um, to me... I know that this album is called Folklore, meaning that not all the songs are based on her own life, but I just cannot help but think that this is a breakup song that she would write if she and Joe broke up, her her current boyfriend, and I just, because it makes sense if you listen to it like that, and so I just, it like really hurts me to listen to it because I just can't think about that possibility. What about the one? That's really funny. (laughs) I I don't just... I don't know. The one seems. I don't know. I feel like that's like the one something is a lot else. more upbeat. Yeah, the one is more upbeat, and it's like I like. But I was talking to other people, not like super fans of, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Like we, I think Taylor and Joe broke up because of the one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You guys know nothing." Yeah. <laughs> like they clearly did not. Yeah. If they broke up, it would. This album would be much sadder. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Right yeah. Now. Totally. Um. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then 14, I have Mad Woman, and I do appreciate the song. It is much better than The Man, which it was... Oh my god, so much like, better it's than kind The Man. Of, like, so it's, much better. Yeah, so much better. Like, honestly, it deserves, so like, much number more... one just because it's so much better than The Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, like, so much more mature and nuanced and, I don't know, but it's also just, like, sad to think about why she had to write that. Um, but I appreciate it very much. Yeah. Alright. Is it my turn yeah. now? Yeah. Okay. So mine aren't in any particular order. I mean, these are like my bottom three. But also, I'm just second guessing myself so much. And every time I listen to a song, I feel differently about it. So I feel like we're still like, these are everything my is so fresh. Three. Like, it's, we're still at yeah, the same Yeah, and I'm just really indecisive. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like I would just be such a terrible music critic because whenever I think about music too much i just like don't know i just like cannot remember if i like like the song or if I, don't. I don't know i just got really confused when i was trying to do this but okay but i have one song that's like i think definitely my bottom and that is this is me trying 
And I think that was just, like, doomed from the beginning because when I listened to the album, I like, the first time, right when it came out, I think I just, like, had accidentally skipped it. So I didn't listen to it with the rest of the album. And then, um... So then in the morning, I was like, oh, there's a song I haven't listened to that I have to listen to. It's like, oh, it's so annoying. So then I just, like, don't really want to listen to it. What? So I think that's part of the reason I don't like it very much. But it's also, to me, just feels like such a filler song. Like, it's just kind of boring, like, kind of annoying. It's not terrible. It's just, like... I think it's good. I don't love it that much. I like certain parts of that song a lot. But then, like... But overall, it's not my favorite song. I mean, I still like it a lot. But, um... I'm trying to look in my notes. There's just some of the lyrics in that song are so, are so good. Like when she's saying, oh, I can't think of it now, but I'll come back to it later. I really liked it. the first, And that was like one of the ones that I actually really liked the first time I listened to it. And it's like grown down on me. Not because I liked it less, but because other songs have like risen above it <laughs> more. But I actually really like that one. And I, I, I read one review that was talking about like, that song is in between two other songs. I think it's like August and Illicit Affairs, and the and someone said like those. That's like a power three, and I like thought that too when I um, first listened to it. So I'm I'm with that. Maya. I don't. That one is one that I don't know. I liked it better than my top, my bottom three, obviously, but it's also one that I didn't connect with quite yeah. as much. I just found the line that I really liked. Or there's a couple of them. One is, so I got wasted, like, all my potential. I just, like... Oh, yeah, that's a good It's one. so clever. And then the other yeah. one was, when I feel like an open wound. Like, I don't know, that... That, like, made me feel things. Yeah. <laughs> you connected to it. Yes. But it, it is towards the bottom. For also, I like the wasted line. Wasted, like, my potential. Like, Doesn't, I just don't like that isn't, line. I don't know. It just, like, rubs I me. really like that line. It's another one of Taylor, um, but, like, talking about drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah. every album she just talks more and more about drinking. Yeah. Which is... Well, she talked about drinking so much in love. Yeah, I guess a little bit less on this but, one. But there's still a lot of, like, yeah. wine and yeah. references. Oh, and the other thing about yeah. This Is Me Trying, one thing it has that, like, I think... I felt like a lot of the songs had that I did not love was the ending is just kind of like, eh. Like, a lot of the songs in this album, like... The ones that have, like, pretty outros and fade out, that's fine. But some of them just kind of end weirdly suddenly, but also kind of taper off. And it's just so unsatisfying at the end. Yeah, I would agree that not all the endings are, like, the greatest. Yeah. Or, yeah, I would would agree with that, actually. Alright, so my next song is one that... Wait, am I wrong? Abigail, was Mad Woman on your bottom one, too? Yeah. Yes, it was. Okay, so I f- when I listened to this song the first time, I feel like I really liked it. Um, so I don't know if this is really, like, one of my least favorites, but just the last couple times I've been listening to it, one, it sounds so much like Video Games by Lana Del Rey. Um, mm. I don't know if you guys know that song. I'm a little bit not. No. Um, so I, this whole album does sound a little bit like Lana Del Rey, but it just sounds so much like that song. And I get that songs just like sometimes randomly sound sound like (laughs) each other, but that's just like, I don't know. That's like part of the reason. I mean, I liked the song video games. It's like a fine song, but, um, I don't know. That's like part of the reason that that's not like my, 
I don't love Mad Woman. And also it has a line about like poking the bear and that's just like a thing for me. That's just like a personal thing. Um <laughs> What? <laughs> you poke a just bear one a time? Of, like that that metaphor. <laughs> well, I that... get accused of poking the bear very many times, so it's just like Oh, a, like in your house. I don't know if I like that she includes that in my house. I get accused of poking the bear. So it's just like a personal, so I don't know if I like, like that or if I don't like that that's just like a personal thing like a personal qualm um and then <laughs> brings up bad memories yeah. for you <laughs> <laughs> but then the song also i kind of i might say that i kind of like the man more than this song oh my God. even though like, I, I thought the man was like a terrible song when it first came oh my out God. it's really grown on me <laughs> still really like um it. It. <laughs> um but then the my next song and this might be a, a bit of a controversial one, is Mirrorball. Oh, yeah, that um, is controversial. I, I understand Not where you're so coming from me. with this one. Like I, like, I sort of liked it the first time I listened to it. And, okay, the first time I listened to it, it really reminded me of Gilmore Girls. Oh, and the bells. Oh, I get that. It's like I the get bells that. in the well, There's background. jingle bells in it. It's weird. Or, yeah. But I feel like that gives, like, very, like, I Stars don't... Hollow vibes. Yeah. And then I was picturing the dance marathon. Do you guys remember You know what? That? When you yeah. said this reminds me of Gilmore so Girls, the first thing I thought of was the dance marathon. Yeah. So that's what I like about a song. Yeah. But the song itself, like, it's just, like, kind of weird. And I don't like the, like, mirror ball thing. Like, what is a... The disco. Well, it's, like, a disco ball, I guess. That's what... But, like, it's just, like... Um, weird. It's like I can see everything. I don't know. Uh, what one thing I will say, like when I first listened to it, I felt like it was sort of like a song that would be like in a movie or like in like a TV show or something like that. Like it sort of feels like that sort of like I have like very, a, a like a montage know. over it. Yeah, kind of. Which I kind of like yeah. that actually for, about it. Um, it like is very. I feel like it's very like emotive because of that. So I sort of like it because yeah. of that. So I don't. I don't like dislike it it's just like a little bit i think it's a, just a little bit of a weird song yeah it's like a, it definitely feels different than all of the other songs on the album too i will say that i don't know exactly what yeah. about it but it doesn't like necessarily not that it doesn't fit with the other ones it just definitely feels like different yeah i like the Is there like no guitar i don't know yeah i like how it sounds a lot like the melodies mm-hmm. and like whatever I don't know if it's instruments or computer noises that are going on. I like that a lot. Yeah. The thing that I didn't like click clean. with was the lyrics. I just like didn't connect with them at all, and I was like, "Well, we'll hear what Abigail has to like, say later." Well, yeah, Abigail has a lot to say. I'm sure she hasn't said anything <laughs> about it, but I'm sure she has a lot. Um, okay, so now it's my turn. Um, okay, my I'll start from the bottom and go up so my least favorite song which i know is also controversial is exile very controversial which is the collaboration with uh, how do you say his name are we just gonna say bon Iver? oh that's well, what it is bon Iver. that's the band but his name is um oh, I you pronounce his oh, name justin different. vernon bon Iver is the band that he's in oh really oh i thought that was mm-hmm. his name Okay. Yeah. Luke, I texted you that. Oh, well, maybe. There's been a lot of texts. <laughs> yeah, that's that true. One. Okay, yeah, no, but Bon Iver is the band. Okay. And yeah. Justin Vernon was the singer. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. anyway. Well, I so really thought one it was one guy favorite. behind all his stuff. Yeah, I did too. So that song is my least favorite. Um, I just, like, 
I don't know. I think part of it was, like, when I first was, like, listening, I just was not anticipating him starting off the song. Like, I thought it was going to be her voice. Same. So that when I heard his voice, I was a little bit, like, caught by surprise. Um, and so that was, like, a bit shocking for me. Um, and then I just, like, I don't know. I, it's not like I don't like it. And I feel like I just need to listen to it a lot more. Um... And, like, I do think, I really do like the part where, like, their voice, it's, like, them going back and forth, kind of. I, like, do like that part, but I don't love, like, the rest of the song. Like, I feel like once it builds... Do you like his voice? I think his voice is fine. I wouldn't, I love his voice. I don't like his voice. I really like the song, but I don't like his voice. I don't love his voice. I know Abigail and Madeline love it. I know, yeah, I'm not, like, a huge fan (laughs) of that, like, super deep voice. Um, Yeah. That is not... I'm not a huge fan. But I do like the part where they're, like, going back and forth. And I just feel like it takes a while to build to that. It and is once a it's long there, song. I like it. But I'm just not a fan of it before it gets to that part. So that is why. I know we're going to be talking about that song, like, good, on the good side of this podcast. Um, <laughs> so I'll, maybe we'll, we can leave it at that. Okay, my next song is Peace. Which, okay, the next two songs are not songs <gasps> that I don't, that I don't like. <laughs> But wow. I just, like, don't, like, love them either. I don't know. So, like, both... So, Peace... I know that, like, the point is it doesn't really, like, build, and it's sort of just, like, kind of the same, like, the whole song. I and I actually do really like it, and I really like the lyrics. But it's just, like, a little bit more boring to me than some of the other songs. So I feel like that's... I love Peace. ...why it's there. I really like it, too. I, I actually really like it. Like, it's not like I don't like it. It's <laughs> just that also it's good. more... You have to choose. On the scale, it's more boring than some of the other songs, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. And then okay. my next song, which is sort of there for the same reason, is Hoax, which I feel like... Mm-hmm. I actually do really like Hoax also, but it's just... I feel like doesn't go as... Fo- it doesn't really change that much. Like, the beginning and the end sort of all sound the same, which I'm, like, fine with, and I actually really like the lyrics and, like like... Um, her voice sounds really good and like the melody is really great but it just doesn't change that much so it's a little bit more boring than some of the other ones but I still really like it (laughs) yeah oh I think okay so my my bottom three two of them are the same as a lot of your guys I think which is hoax which you said Luke I think peace is just like the good version of hoax um yeah also I feel like the songs like kind of blend together in my head a little bit well, they are right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I um, feel like the, they we maybe could have just had just one of them and we didn't need both of them. We needed peace. We well, did not no, need but peace. they are different. <laughs> and then... Ho- I mean, no, but, like, Hoax is, like, a then, breakup song and Peace is, like, <laughs> I'm anxious in this relationship song. Oh, and then the next one, Mad <laughs> Woman. I, did everyone have Mad Woman in their bottom three? No. No? I think it's, Luke like, didn't. my fourth week I also... or something. Okay. I actually really like <laughs> Mad Woman. <laughs> Wait, I now that I think about it more, I'm like starting to like it more. It's like, stuck in my head. I don't know. I go no, I... really back and forth on that. Okay, I did wait, not like the wait, um, woman. I did not like the vibe of the song. Like the, I didn't like the melody really, or like what was going on. I do love the lyrics a lot, and I, I like need it better to, like, than dig the man. More into the lyrics because okay. I listened to it wait. like once and really appreciated the lyrics, and I haven't like gone back and like paid attention that much. But I like really love the lyrics. Yeah. So yeah, I do the like. One time I like paid attention. I do still like the song. It's just, like, they're not my favorite to listen to. Okay, wait. Before you move on to your next song, there's this one part of Mad Woman that really gets on my nerves, and I don't know why, but she rhymes me with me, and I just, like, I notice it every time. 
No, no. It's so in the Brit. She says, "I'm taking I'm my time, blanket. taking my time, because you took everything from me. Watching you climb, watching you climb over people like me, and I don't. I oh, and then I, that. I just like, I don't know. I notice it every time, even when I'm like not paying attention to the lyrics, <laughs> and it just like bothers me. I don't know why. I couldn't explain it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and then the other so thing about Mad Woman, there was bells again. We've got mirror ball and. Bad woman with like jingle bells no, going on. I love on. the bells. I am not I loving the, the jingle bells. I love the bells in all of the songs. I wish you'd use more bells. And then, I wrote um, that in my initial reaction. Oh, really? I wrote, ugh, the bells <laughs> in the background are Madeline, fire. That's bells what I wrote are in, in my initial reaction. <laughs> I wrote more bells, question mark. <laughs> Madeline, bells are in Death by a Thousand Cuts. Are yeah. they? If they are, they're in there yeah. in a good way. Okay. Well, <laughs> in Death by a Thousand Cuts, there's a lot of other instrumental okay. things that I have problems I love with. Death by a Thousand Cuts. Okay, sorry. Last song. Um, this is the controversial, controversial one, is The Last Great American Dynasty. And this I song... I can understand that. Um, it's just like... It's just eh. I, I like listening to it, but I think I think for me, like one thing I love about Taylor Swift songs is the lyrics, and I did not like the lyrics of this song. Because it wasn't, and I know, again, like, folklore, it's supposed to be things that aren't about her life also and made-up stories, but because this one wasn't about her, which is about, I don't know, the people who owned the house before she bought it, I didn't find it interesting, and I felt this, like, the song was kind of flat. I just, I just didn't click with it, but I would still listen to it. Like, I still like it, you know. Okay. I agree with the sound being kind of flat. It's like not the most interesting song, but I I really like. It's the like lyrics, a fun so song. I feel like saves the song I for me. Absolutely love this song. It's not in my top three, but it's up there. And I just think it's what she did with the like story is so brilliant in the way that she reflects herself in no, yeah, I, Rebecca yeah. Harkness. Is that her name? I love it so much, and I just think it's so fun and like funny. Like who else would dig into the past of their own house and like write a whole I song about it? And it's just, she's just so brilliant. No, like, I really like it, not. too. I think it's really fun. And I think it's, like, the lyrics are really interesting. Um, I guess when you say, like... like... Oh, go ahead. Oh, um, when you say, like, she had to dig into, like, the past of her house, that does make it, like, a little more interesting when you put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's, there's, she, like, did some research on it. Which I, and I just feel like it's, like, a fun, like, retelling of, or, it's, like, way to tell this story. And I also have, like, a somewhat, like, personal connection to the story because, like, my parents used to, like, go to this house that was, like, down the beach from her house before she owned it. So I guess it was, like, back when the other owners owned it. Um, So. When the standard oil uh, I think so. I mean, it's not like they, like, knew them or anything. But, like. Where is the the house? It's in. Is it on Martha's Vineyard? No, it's in. um, It's in Watch Hill, which is in. Rhode Island. Where's that? It's like on a beach oh, in Rhode Island. Oh, so Rhode it's Island. like, it's close. Yeah, it's like kind of this like really like fancy neighborhood on this like really nice part of the beach. Um, but anyway, yeah, so my parents like, or I guess like in my family, um, one of like my relatives had this house. And so my parents, when they were younger, before they had kids, used to go up there for the summer with like all of my family and stay at the house. So, I mean, that was back before Taylor Swift had her fourth of july parties there even owned it at all but fun little personal connection <laughs> and they're really into the song <laughs> they're like this is so cool <laughs> that's funny it is 
<laughs> but it's cool. I agree. It's fun. I do feel like it's a very like accessible song for people who aren't Taylor Swift fans. Mm-hmm. Well, and my dad's like really into like he read like the New York Times article about like that she like sort of based the song on and blah blah blah. So he's into it. All right, is that? Are we all done with our bottom three? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Abigail, would you like to do top three? I would love to. Okay, so my number three song is My Tears Ricochet. Um, so I was kind of skeptical about the song. I'm not really sure why. I just thought that My Tears Ricochet was, like, so dramatic. Yeah. But, of course, it's, like, Taylor Swift. So, of course, it is. And so, but now I've come to love it. But, and I also want to note that this is the only song she wrote by herself. Um, and I just love the way, the like, song Sonic. Too, that she wrote for it. Yeah, I think so. I think just, like, sonically, the way that it builds is so good. And I'm, I saw this one tweet that said this line kind of reminds like what if my tears ricochet is about her masters like losing or like not owning her masters and like the whole scooter brawn situation we don't need to go into it but now but then i went through the whole song and it makes so much sense for it to be like that but she's kind of like masking it as like a breakup song kind of and so i it's just so brilliant and i just love it so much and it's really funny that you mentioned, like, you like how it builds, because I was listening to it earlier, and I do, like, like this song a lot, but one of the things I don't like about it is it does this weird, like, second build thing, so the first build, I think, is really cool, where, it, like, it gets a little bigger yeah. in the second chorus, and it kind of, like, explodes into the bridge, but then it cuts out again, and instead of either, like, instead of, like, just, like, staying soft the entire ending, or what it could have done, which is not cut off and, like, stay loud the entire ending... It, like, mm-hmm. does this weird second build, and then it does one of the little eh endings, and, like, that that bothers me. But, the, like, the rest of the song I really yeah. like, but that was, like, my one issue. That's why it wasn't higher up for me. I feel like also for this know. song, for me, it, like, I really like this song, too. Um, It's, like, not in my top three, but it's up there for sure. Yeah. Um, It's, like, in, like, the second tier of songs for me. Um, But uh, I just think... It also, it's, like, one of those songs that takes, like, kind of a while to get to, like, the, to the build. And I really like, like, the chorus, but I'm not a huge, huge fan of, like, the verses. I feel like the melody is a little weird for me. On, I feel like that, too. I like verses. the chorus. I like the chorus a lot more than the Like, verse. the chorus is, like, really catchy, really good melody. The verse is, like, a bit strange. But I still really like the song, so it's, Yeah. Okay. And that first build is so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, next, my number two song um, is Exile, um, which is the one that Luke is, oh. has as his least favorite, but it's really okay. Really calling me out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, um, I just, like, I love, Ju- what did I say his name is? Justin Vernon, his voice. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was so good and, like, such a contrast from her voice and the way that they sound together is so good and it's just like the last time times a hundred and I don't know just I love like I feel like this is a song that the lyrics like even if it wasn't so good a featured song yeah I just really love the way that the lyrics work and I feel like even if she sung it by herself it would have been so good obviously it would be have to be tweaked a little bit but it's not just the fact that he's on it that makes it so good. I think my favorite lyric from that song was, 
you're not my homeland anymore, so what am I defending? And then, like, the you were my town, yeah. now I'm in exile seeing you out. It's, like, such a good metaphor. I like, oh, yeah, I, I really like I actually that. don't love the metaphor of, like, exile. I feel like it's, like, a bit over-dramatic. <laughs> I don't know, because like, I, I feel like... like exile is, like, I so, think it's like, so intense, good. and it's, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, a huge fan and then of, like, exile being the metaphor. If you think of when you're in a relationship with someone, though, and, like, if you have... You know their family, and you have friends together... And then once you break up, like, you're kind of pushed away from that whole part of your, like, your life. Because it's their life, not your life anymore. I could see that as being, like, exile. I just feel like exile is, like, such an extreme word to use in this situation. I don't... It's okay. I mean, that's what Taylor is, I'm happy that you guys love it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I I also just love the way that he sings, so step right out. He Mm -hmm. does that a couple times. I love it. And then in in the bridge, when they're, like, when... He's like, you didn't get, you never gave a warning sign, and then she says, I gave so many signs. Yeah, that's like, and I just the miscommunication. Sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I loved. Um, I really like folk music, and I think this was like the closest song on the album to being folk, and that made me like it a lot too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um. So here's my number one. It is Mirrorball. <laughs> um, yeah, I know it's a little controversial. Um, I honestly couldn't fully explain to you why this is my favorite. The first time I listened to it, I, I just felt so connected. And I was like, oh my god, this is so amazing. And I think looking back on it, both the sound is like so... It just like swept me off my feet and then... But the lyrics are so, like, vulnerable. And I, I, Maya was saying that the whole, like, metaphor with the disco ball is weird. But I just, like, the way she makes it work, I just love it so much. I don't know. And it's, like, a mixture of, like, dress, but it's, like, kind of angsty. So it's, like, the archer, but then it's also, like, at a dance. So it's, like, enchanted. I feel like it has, like, because I just feel like I have this like connection with it and Afterglow for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's partially no. I can of, see that. I, I feel sound. like it's partially because of the title. Yeah. Like it's like oh. two like words that don't usually go together that are together. But, but I just I just think it's so vulnerable because she's like saying I'm in this relationship, but I'm like still like trying to like show you the best parts of me, and I can change myself to do whatever like you want to see. And the one where she's like I've never been a natural. All I do is try, try, try. Like, I'm just trying everything to keep you looking at me. And I I don't know. I'm just, like, totally taken aback by how much I love this. And also just all the hush. Oh, I wrote down, too, hush. It's, the hush is so good. So oh, good. I don't like the hush part. I feel like that's <gasps> how do you not good. like, like the, hush no the hush part? <laughs> also, she says, my dear in love, like, addressing someone. And I say that. No, I don't say it, but I, like, text it sometimes, and I just really, I don't know. She does that, like, throughout the season. She has, like, she has so many, like, she says, darling, love, dear. Like, she says that. Yeah. Abigail does Dar- say honey so bunch. Classic. Honey bunch. <laughs> she says honey, I think. Really yeah. I don't know. And I think the bridge in this song is amazing. I don't know. I'm just in love with this song fully. I do agree. It is a beautiful song to listen to. Maya, would you like to? All right. Yes. So my, I don't really have these in order, except I think this is my number one favorite song 
um, on the album, which just happens to be Abigail's least favorite song, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is Seven. And it actually wasn't the first time I listened to it. It definitely wasn't... I did like it, but it definitely wasn't my favorite. And actually, in my notes... Where are my notes for this? Um, I can, like... Like, at first, I thought the, like, high voice thing was, like, really weird. Like, my first note was weird voice. Um, But I can just, like, see my notes. Like, now I really like that part. Um, Like, in my notes, by the end, I was like, I really love this song. (laughs) Um, But I don't even... I don't even know why I like it so much. I think it just feels very different than a lot of the songs on the album. Um, and it's, like, very calm, but I also feel like you can kind of dance to it, and also, I think, like, seven is my favorite number, so maybe that just, like, makes me like it more. I don't know, but I also feel like it's the one I've definitely listened to the most times on this album. I feel like I'm gonna listen to it a lot and then get super tired of it, but right now, I really like it. Um. No, I could totally see that my neck. for you. Well, I could totally see seven be your favorite. Yeah. And I think seven is in regards to like her being seven in the song. I assume. Really? Yeah, it is. Because she's like peaked at seven. Yeah, she's like describing like being a little kid. Yeah. Oh. So it's like her third age. No, I hit my peak at seven feet. No, no, seven, and then feet. Feet is the next line, I think. Wait, I don't know. Well, it's it's. But I thought it was like she went as high as seven feet. I don't know. But I mean, when she I'm, was so climbing at... the trees. Wait, I'm trying to that's look. That's like real my. Quick. That's the image. She's I like swinging. But I think it is. Please about her picture being seven, me. Though. I don't know. Oh, I, I mean, I love the like before um, I I used to scream ferociously, like before before she grew up, kind of. I also when she said sweet tea, I thought of um, sweet yes, tea and God's graces. I know. I was like, which is an unrelated that, song. That was like that was so funny. Automatically made it me like it more. The sweet tea reference. <laughs> I was like, also, if she's um, not going to release sweet tea and God's graces to the public, at least we get some songs yeah. saying sweet tea in it. Um, also, I, in the last chorus, she says, we'll move to India forever, and I just really related to that line, because I feel like that's something I would say. Um, I looked I up the... a bit confused by that. <laughs> I looked up the lyrics and how they're structured, and it's, I hit my peak at seven feet in the swing over the creek so i think it's like i think it's trying to have both meetings like i hit my yeah, peak at seven and then I seven feet in the swing over the creek That's like interesting. yeah which is yeah. really cool so i think it is about being seven yeah so it's like her third age song because now she has seven 15 and 22 yeah which is seven she just loves to 15 and she oh, just loves to I have songs with that. ages i like that yeah i know it's, it's yeah. kind of a nice like trifecta and 15 um, plus yeah. 7 is 22. 22. Oh, wow. I think that was planned. She actually right. has been planning this Wait. song for Whoa. forever. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that had to be intentional. I not like... don't think so. Not, she wouldn't have had to plan that before, but she'll just be like, I want to write a song that has a number in it. So she's just like, I should just do 7. I feel like she likes these number songs. Smart. She hasn't done one for a yeah. while, so... Oh, does she do it like every other album? Is that no, a thing? It's no, been two, uh, three albums. Unless you count oh, like no, 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 1989. That's a no. Number. 
Oh. Oh, well, but that's not her age, though. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, like, about her age. <laughs> oh. But it's not even this song. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like mind. she sprinkles um, in... Um, yeah. Anyways, ages. Like, isn't, next is in dress isn't Betty, And this was the first song that I listened to on the album. I think that kind of helped me like it so much. Um, but... I think it's a song that's like the most like reminiscent of her older music. Yeah, which I is totally part of feel the like it's really yeah. like it. so good. It could have been on like Fearless or Speak Now. Even debut. It could have been on Taylor Swift. Of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's more like Like it kind of feels like Mary's song. I, guess. I mean, there's harmonica in there like Yeah. 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 Um, also the way and she I know, says Madeline, you said you thought Exile is the most like folky song mm-hmm. on here. Um, but I felt like this was the one that was the most like a folk I think song. this just leans more towards um, country. For me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it didn't feel, yeah. s- I don't know, it's a, a little bit. Um, also, there's one part of it where I feel like it just goes so perfectly into White Horse that I often just start singing White oh. Horse, huh. like in the middle of the song. You need to show me what that. Part? Like what part? Um, yeah. I don't remember. It's, like, in the first 30 seconds. No, I will remember if I put on the song. I just don't remember no, 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 right yeah. now. We'll talk about it after. Um, the part that's, like, the days drag on stupid... That's the part in White Horse. I don't remember the part in this song. Um, uh, anyways, do I have anything else to say about Betty? I really like the harmonica. I like the acoustic guitar because there's not a lot of... Yeah. on this I mean there's some there's not a lot of like strumming I feel like it's more like yeah minimalist riffs guitar. like there's a lot of really cool instrumental stuff but some of it just like it's all just like stuff yeah I don't really know yeah. what it's called so I like I like the like actual instruments mm-hmm. um but and it's also like the lyrics are interesting mm-hmm. they're not like um, my favorite lyrics ever but I think it's a fun story interesting I really like the yeah. yeah. I like the story. I really it kind of makes me think of Riverdale. I just realized that. Oh, oh my god. Betty. Oh, wait, oh my god. Wait, I'm trying to think well, of the story. That was stupid, does anyone but... cheat on Betty? I don't think. Like, does Jughead ever cheat, cheat on, on Betty? Betty? I don't think so. This would be like if Tony. Jughead ever. Tony. Oh my... well, that's a spoiler. <laughs> or were they broken up then? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on spoiler alert. Anyways. I don't even Maybe know. That's not really a spoiler. I don't even know if. Because I can't even remember it. Oh, wait, I just said, oops. You said, like, three spoilers. It's fine. Something. Whatever, it's fine. It's okay. okay. Um, <laughs> wait, I have things to say. Well, um, <laughs> one, we should mention that this is part of, the like, the high school trio, is that what she yeah. called it? Where yeah. she wrote Love three triangle. songs. Well, we can each talk from, about that in the theory um, section. Yeah. Well, but this is confirmed. Well, and I'm going to talk about Buddy more in a know. second. With, with my top okay. two. Okay. Well, so, okay. I also do want to say, I love the way she says, but I know I miss you. <laughs> and the, oh, so and funny. I love in the Every song time. when she so rhymes good. cardigan and car again. Yeah, that's, that's like cool. such a, a I know. Rhyme. And oh, I was going to say, I love the outro. I love the outro. Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh my God, um, she really just did that rhyme. Okay. <laughs> and I like how she talks about being 17. Um... I, yeah, well, she I talks about like age a lot. That have the word seventeen in Cause them. Because you're seventeen. Um, because you relate. Well, because you not, like the number seven, well, and you sure. are seventeen. No, I also love that. Like, well, there's like three songs about being seventeen because it's like this is part of the trio. Yeah. So, and we're seventeen, so it's like 
Because I feel like we haven't been able to connect with, like, the music. Because there are, like, older Swifties that are like, oh, like, I was 22 when 22 was released. Like, I was, like, like, growing up with Taylor Swift. Like, I'm the same age as her. So whenever she's releasing music, it's like, I'm living it, too. So I feel like I haven't gotten Do you really relate to No, I don't relate to these songs. But it's, like, fun to, like, kind of, like, put yourself in those. Like, actually, like, feel like these songs are about people your age, you know? It makes me think of this book series I really liked when I was younger, and I have no idea why, but that just makes me like it more. There's just a lot of things about it Mm -hmm. that make me like it. Um, But I will move on to my other favorite, which is Peace. And was this who... This was definitely on some people's least favorite. I don't remember. Was it Abigail? No, it's not Both of you? Anyway. It's not on mine. I like the song, though, so it's um, not like I hate it. Oh, it was on yours? Yes. Okay. Well, anyways, um, the first time I listened to this album, this was definitely my favorite, and I don't know if I love it as much anymore, but part of the reason I love it so much is I think it's the false god Oh, it totally is. It totally is. No. And Abigail and Madeline disagree. They think Seven is the false no, god. No, no, I think I this can, is what? me trying as the false god. I don't know what, what? I think the false god is. No, but no, no, oh, no, no, I think no, no. For Maya's favorite song, I'm Lover. Just for some quick context no, for okay, people wait. who are confused, so I... Maya's favorite song, I'm Lover, is false god. <laughs> Sorry, Maya. Just, <laughs> Just some quick context yeah. for this conversation. I, I think I think it makes sense that the lyrics of "False God" and "Peace Connect," but the sonically not, not at, all. at all. But I I think well, a better I think it's it's what it opposite. represents for the album. I, I think, think it's a like better necessarily. It sounds no, exactly the same. I disagree. Guys, guys, guys oh Maya, you're just going by what Listen. it feels like to you. <laughs> a better comparison like. is "Peace." In the Archer, because they're both no, about being I like agree no, with no, this is very trying listen. so much more like the Archer. Okay. Listen to me. <laughs> they're both about being. Listen, I'm very passionate about this. They're both about being anxious in a relationship, and they both have the sound that goes through the whole thing that never escalates, and that's it's like. That's every like single song like album. It's awesome different because the no, Archer, like not. the whole point is, it doesn't escalate. Or this song, the first it's not time like, I listened to Peace, I was like, matter. "Oh my god, this is so much like the Archer. It like never escalates, and it's like well, about the first like time anxiety." I, to it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so much like false." God. Okay, so it just represents different things for both of you. Let's just like move <laughs> I guess. on. Yes, I relent. <laughs> and I really like the part where they're sitting in the trenches. That's like my favorite. I like movie Devils in the details. Um, Devils in the details is like yeah. such that's like my a good. That gets stuck in my head all the time. Just that like one line <laughs> just gets stuck in my head. I think the devils in the detail might be like my favorite hook of the mm-hmm. whole album. And it's like not even like a it's like a common <laughs> phrase. Like it's not like she invented that phrase. But like but the melody, just, like, but just the way she sings. No, it. like the melody is just so good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was my good thing um, about peace. But yeah, I feel like I don't actually have that much to say about the song. I feel like it has almost like more of like a jazzy vibe i mean it's really nothing like jazz well then that's why you think it sounds like false god. <laughs> that's why you think it's like false god yeah it Do is if it had saxophone in it it would be so much better <laughs> well maybe she'll do like a mashup of the two well maybe whichever she'll one write, she does a mashup maybe she'll she write a, a jazz between. album next i yeah. really don't see that but you know she surprised us before i didn't see reputation I mean, did you think she was oh Wait, guys, we should just take a moment to talk about the, that this album is alternative. 
Oh yeah. Like on Apple Music, it's all because we discussed the mean? genre. We kind of guessed what the genre would be. My, I feel like you have thoughts on it, it being alternative. <laughs> well, I don't really. But if I was in middle school, I'd have very strong <laughs> thoughts, and I'd be like, "This is fake alternative music." Like I find this offensive. That's what I would definitely say if I was like fourteen. Well, I saw something online um, that was like Taylor Swift just went and like wrote the indie album that's cooler than Taylor Swift or whatever. Yeah, I saw that too. That's yeah. Great. But I feel like my thoughts on it being alternative, I just feel like, well, also, I'm confused because even in press release, like, in, like, press statements that Universal Music, like, the recording company has released, they've, like, talked about it in the context of, like, it's the best charting pop album right now, and then, like, and then another statement, they're like, it's the best charting, like, alternative album right now, or something, like, it's, like, they keep referring to it. I feel like it's alternative is just meaning, like, it's whatever they want it to be. Like, it's, like, it could be, like, folk, it could be country, it could be pop, it could be whatever you want it to be. By being Taylor Swift, it kind of is pop, because Taylor Swift is really popular. yeah. Yeah. And at least half of it. So is I think they should pop. have just called it pop. Yeah, I feel like it should. Yeah, have. It, I think it really fits into a lot nothing. of different genres. Mm-hmm. And pop honestly means nothing. It's like all of these genres kind of mean nothing. Yeah, yeah. But it's like more pop. Like in terms of the genres that mean nothing, it's more pop than alternative. I think the only thing I really disagree with is calling some like I've heard some places call it indie, and I'm like, it's not indie. Like <laughs> she's it's not an indie. But it's like that <laughs> vibe. It's that vibe. But it can't. Yeah, it has be a indie. bit of like an indie sound, but yeah. it's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um. Oh. Are you? Well, yeah. So we got a little sidetracked. Oh, did I do all my? Oh, I did do all my yeah. songs. All right. All right. So now it's my turn, turn, which I feel like my songs are definitely better choices than your choices. <laughs> but anyway, oh, wow. so I'll start from the bottom and then go up. So my third favorite song on the album is "Cardigan," which is the single. Um, mm-hmm. I really. I like the song, and then I watched... So I listened to the whole album before watching the music video, and then I, after I was done, I watched the music video. And I just, like, really loved the song. I, like, I liked it the first time I listened to it, and then, like, watching the video, I just loved it so much more. And I don't even love the music video that yeah. much, so it might have been, like... Like, I think the music video is pretty, but I feel like she could have done... Followed more closely along with the story. Because um, I like music videos that tell like the story that the song is telling mm-hmm. but anyway that's unrelated to the song um i just feel like just listening to it again like kind of knowing it already it was just so good and i love like the oh, i can't think of it now it's like something about like they when you're young that line i like you that line a lot and then i like how it like switches at the end like i knew everything when i was young I just yeah really i like that, that part a lot too and it also like it I... swells very nice like really well yeah it builds well. I absolutely love Cardigan. It's my number four, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, and I I just also want to add that this is the first, like, good single choice she's made in a long time. Yeah. It's a very so, good single choice. Yeah, and it's, all, it's like, the perfect lead single. Because it's, like, it is the... It yeah, it really works is. with the album, but it is, like, a little bit more pop, sort of. It's, like, it's a bit more radio-friendly, I feel like, them. than some of yeah. these That's other songs. That's literally exactly mm-hmm. what I was thinking. And so, it, like, works so well as the single. Like, it works. Uh, like, yeah. she's, like, a genius. Like, she's not been there for the last, like, two album cycles, but she's back. <laughs> oh my god, me. Um, anyway. So, <laughs> that is Cardigan. And then it's also one of the trio, which I just, like, love all the songs in the, um... Wait, what's the third one on the trio? So it's Cardigan, um, August, and Betty. Betty. Oh, August. And so August. my, actually, my next yeah. song, this is Perfect Transition, is August, 
Oh. Um, August was my favorite listening to it the first time. Like, just listening to the um, album the first time. Oh, I'm trying to remember what my favorite... I have, like, there's so many good lines in it. And also, it, like... I, it's, like, the same... I love it for the same reason. It, like, builds so well. Um, yeah. And I love, like, Meet Me Behind the Mall. I love that part. And mm-hmm. it's just so good. It's so good. Like, I think that's the second most radio-friendly song. Like, that's one I can imagine being... Well, and it's it's got a good chorus. ...as well. Yeah. I yeah. don't know... Is it gonna like? Are she, is she gonna have more singles? I don't know what singles? her plan is. I really don't. Yeah. Because I feel like if she is gonna have more singles, she should choose. August. That would make sense. I think it's a lot so of people yeah. like it. And Invisible String. I a think lot that's of the people... other one she should choose as a single. Oh, maybe. I. But yeah, I just mm, love August like... so much, and it was my yeah. favorite originally, and now it's sunk to number two, only because my number one illicit affairs has so risen good. above them all. Yeah. Literally, I, I think Alyssa's Affairs, Affairs is like yeah. maybe like the best song ever released, <laughs> like ever. Oh, <laughs> like it is oh, so wow. good. I it's just like, really good. That was one of my favorites the first, like at the first time through. It was so good, like, I feel and like it I gives, didn't like, even a really good first. Impression. I didn't even. I liked it a lot the first time I listened to it, but I wasn't my favorite. But it's like to me, it's like. Oh, actually, August and Illicit Affairs are kind of similar. They're kind of about similar things. And I, for a while, I thought Illicit Affairs was the third song in the trio. Me too. Because I read that in an article, and then the article lied to me. Well, it but could definitely it kind fit. Of work, it kind of works as the third song in the trio. It just has less, like, specific details. But um, I feel like it, Illicit Affairs and August both sort of give me, like, the softer side to Cruel Summer. Like, the more, like... Yeah. Oh. And well, so that's like kind August. of why I really love it. Especially August. A, yeah. a little bit illicit affairs, too. And I just love, like, the rhyme, illicit affairs, and, like, longing stares, or for whatever. She does, like, a bunch of different Stolen combinations stairs. of that. But that rhyme is so perfect in the chorus. And, oh, my God. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. I love when she, and, like, the high notes in the verse. Yeah, I do, like... I, yeah, at first I was like, like that's, like, my weird, fear eyes I kind of down. Like that too. And, oh, my God, like, yeah. the lyrics, like, the lyrics about, like, yeah. leave, about leaving the perfume, perfume that she bought for, um... I know. Like, for the person, but not being able to wear it because, like, she can't be, like, smelled yeah. on Well, she can't, like, exist. The guy. Also... Like, she can't... That's, like, so... Oh, my God, that was... Yeah. Also, so clandestine meetings is, like, so oh beautiful. God. And then... When she says, um, oh, and she's like, when all the time she says a million little times, and the, mm-hmm. at the very end, the the third verse, she's like, I knew damn well, for you I would ruin myself a million little times. Oh, I, that's I just, like, like my favorite part. You already yeah. said you had a million little part. times. <laughs> oh, whatever. I mean, I love It's yeah. so good. It's so good in every... I feel like this is one we all agree on. Yeah. I know. And I do so feel like it like might lower because I'm going to be so like, obsessed with it. Song. I feel like I'm going to be obsessed with it so much that it's going to lower in my rankings a little bit. But for now, I'm just basking in the glory of loving yeah. the song. And it kind of sounds like some of her older stuff at some points, which I like that too. It's like, yeah, it's like so, yeah, it's so great. Yeah. And well, I feel like a- it's also it's something she hasn't, like, the this idea of, like, being the other woman, I feel like she hasn't actually written that much about. That's which I like do, a, yeah. I do like it that it's oh, from the perspective of, like, the, I don't know, like, the cheaty. <laughs> I don't know what the correct terminology is for that. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's, it's interesting. No, it's. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's the other. She's not being she's not being cheated on. She's yeah, no, the cheat, the cheater. cheat, cheating. Well, or she's like or the one the, the person is being cheated on. The one the guy she's is like, cheating with. Yeah, 
Yeah. I think anyway. Chi-T is a good But wouldn't the Chi-T be the one who's being cheating, cheated no, on? No, being... I feel like that would be the Chi-T. No, being cheated <laughs> with. Yeah, the Cheeto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Cheeto. <laughs> the Cheetah and the, the Leopard and the... <laughs> the Cheetah. Okay. Okay, yeah. so that those are my three songs. Yeah. But yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good transition to my favorite three because Illicit Affairs is also on my top three. I didn't rank them because I'm indecisive and they're all amazing, but that one's like, if I had to pick one of the three, that would probably be my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has the best lyrics of any of the songs on the album. Me too. Me and some too. of my favorite lyrics of all time. They're just like so like gut wrenching and powerful, um, and oh, like detailed like the lyric tell your friends you're out for a run you'll be flushed when you return like Mm -hmm. i just think that's such like it could be a little throwaway line but it like it's so perfect it's like a interesting detail yeah Yeah. like she like built all of these songs really but like especially this song like the story is like so there you know it's not just like about generally people cheating on people it's like this story of this person getting cheated on by this like it's like a very specific story which is like so nice Mm mm-hmm and then two lines later from you'll be flushed when you return she says tell yourself you can always stop meaning like tell yourself you can always stop but like you you know you yeah like, yeah like addicted to this and uh, so good oh and, and I the love, first I love few hundred times oh my god that, mm-hmm. <laughs> we should just i know a drug that only works the first <laughs> song, yeah well i love the verse and the chorus that. and the bridge of this song which is like a lot of the songs on the this trifecta. album i would love like two of the three but this one, mm-hmm. I love them all. Yeah. And then my next favorite is one of Maya's favorites, which is Betty. And I do love that it's, like, the... Could fit on one of her older albums. And um, I also just love, like, the melody and, like, the chords and everything. I think that the melody of the pre-chorus, like, you heard the rumors from Ines, you can't believe a word she says. I love oh, that part. It's so good. Also, I feel like this is, like, a more matured version. Like, it's not more matured because it's, like, talking about being 17. But, like, it just feels, like, more... It's explicit. Yeah, it is well, explicit. Which oh, is talking like, about... And I kind of love that. Talking about explicit, I actually yeah. didn't hear the explicit version of the album until today. Like, I didn't realize there was one somehow. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and so this is the is first song... Is it just bleeped song... out or is, like, the lyrics changed? I haven't um, it's yeah, just, what it's is bleeped it? out, but, like, in the way where it just sounds like nothingness. It's weird. Um... Mm-hmm. But this was the first song I heard the explicit version and the um, the will she tell me will will she bring me to the garden or like tell me to go fuck myself or whatever. I loved that that was like bringing in like a teenager into it. Like that's how a teenager would yeah. talk. And I was like, that's yeah, really she's cool. Not yeah. Sugarcoating. Yeah. She's not, yeah. It's nice to hear that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, she's not yeah. like like that's how she is in per- like she's not like that's how she speaks in her life too. It's like she's not like censoring herself for her music, which is just nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the one line towards the end, it's like the will it patch your broken wings. Like, that's just really beautiful, too. It's just like all around a really good song. And then, oh, I was playing on the piano earlier and like the walk down. Um, yeah. The, the, the do, 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 do. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> like, this is like randomly specific, but it's like a C and then like a C over B. And it's, it's just mm-hmm. so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, the walk down is good. With yeah. the guitar. If it on guitar, it's just pretty. Well, that's how it's played. But yeah, yeah. I can imagine it would be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my last favorite, I don't think anyone else had this, is Epiphany. And this song is just like mm-hmm. the most gorgeous song I've ever yeah. heard. 
it's so good so it's so yeah it's so beautiful and like i couldn't even pick a favorite lyric because just all the lyrics and it's so like heart-wrenching and i also I think, think it'd be good in a war movie because it's like about you know war. yeah well matt this do you know the, what i realized today you'll get better of the album well but it is do you want matt do you know what i realized what abigail the second the second verse so the first verse is about her grandfather who fought in world war ii yeah but the second, the second verse is verse different it's about covid oh, oh really? it has like a I line about yeah, like I, t- I realized touching that. each other through plastic oh wow like it's like yeah. that hug machine oh. that you guys were talking oh my about. god <laughs> no, I, that's what i, I thought I, I assumed it was like a facetime call like a phone oh that's so cool. i thought it was the hug machine <laughs> <laughs> you no, but it makes blood? so much sense, and it just like adds a whole nother layer to it. Oh, it's just so beautiful oh. and like heart wrenching. Yeah. Well, and Luke, you mentioned it's the soon to get better, and I like I can like see like oh this is the really sad song, but the difference for me is that soon you'll get better is so sad that it makes me cry, and like I can't listen to it on a regular basis. Like um, anyone who's heard um Ronin, like I I don't listen to that mm-hmm. song for fun. Oh, I love Ronin. I listen <laughs> um, to Ronin. <laughs> oh god no i i break it's down so sobbing catchy, every time actually. i hear that song but this song it's like it's sad but i don't know i've never been to war no I don't and have it's a more enjoyable fam- to yeah listen to it. i don't have a close no, family totally, member who I has agree. so like i can like listen to this without getting super like emotionally into it and it's just i don't know it's so good no yeah i i and i think it's just also like i think it's a better song than soon you'll get better like yeah. it's just like it's nicer to listen to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's not quite as vulnerable. Yeah, well, because it's, it's not, like you know, well, the sooner it's get better, like better like her about personal experience. her mother. Yeah. Yeah. it's know? not quite but as like raw. I feel like which it makes it's it just like, so easier like, to listen to. Yeah, yeah. It's more of like a collect. It's, it's a collective really well experience song, especially in the second verse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also like during just the the whole concept of like epiphany and just having like a relief. Like, everyone can relate to that in some form. Yeah, yeah. You know? Also, one random thing. I'm pretty sure in the background there's, like, a beeping. It's, like, really faint. Hmm. Which, it may just be that I'm going to have to listen to it again. To it, but I'm pretty sure there's, like, a beeping in the background. You can, like, hear it at the very end. I'll have to I think to it it's, later. like, supposed to, like, represent... This is, like, complete... This is, I guess, like, a theory. But um, I feel like that might, like, be representing, like, a heart, like, like in a hospital. Yeah. Like, the beeping. yeah. I don't know if that yeah. would work with the song or not, but that was just my. Well, the um the line that's like I think I he's I or I think he's like crashing now, like that would be yeah. the heart yeah. the the. Beat I think she's like, crashing now. Yeah. But it's not. But yeah. But at the very end, it's like a dee dee dee, like but very quietly. So I don't kind know if like, that's on purpose. We survived. If that, Is it like the end of Cornelia there, Street when the car door opens? So. Well, what I will say about Epiphany, I do really like the song. Um. But it really sounds like the beginning really sounds like meditation music, like the kind you'd find on YouTube. Um, <laughs> You're a bit traumatized so, from Which I don't know if I like that because it's like very calming, but it also just feels kind of weird. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, okay. So. Did we, is that all? Um, I well, think I think we have a couple that. songs we actually haven't talked about at all. Should we just go through the yeah, last final songs that we yeah. haven't? Yeah, I think one is sure. um, Invisible That's Strings we haven't talked about at all. I, I really love like Invisible Strings. It's, it's like so good. You can kind of like dance to a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like it's upbeat. like Just like so happy and upbeat. 
Yeah, and I just love the idea of, like, fate, and it's obviously, like, very personal to her, and just the way she, like, references herself. Was saying, oh, like, I love those Bad was the blood I feel like that's, like, of the song you listen to in the car. There was a bunch of references in Lover, but I feel like yeah. this was, like, it was this nice one is very kind of obviously this song. autobiographical. Mm-hmm. And I just love the, like, all the colors she references, like, she likes to do that a lot, and just, like, the <laughs> yeah, whole idea yeah. of, like, fate, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the paper rings of folklore. Yes. Yeah. With that yeah, little, like, sure. riff at the beginning. I don't know. Yeah. It's not my favorite, yeah, but I Yeah, and it has, like, it. the and colors the and... Fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the other, the, one, one we... the other one we haven't talked about is the one, I think. Oh, oh my god, yeah. I love the one so much. I think it's my fourth. It's I number like four. the one. It's, it's definitely so towards good. the top. I like the one. Like it it's so good. It's... I love it so much. It's number but 10 for me. But I did consider me. putting it in my bottom three, but then I listened to it again, and I was like, okay, oh I actually God. really like this. I, but like it's the I think it's a great first song. Them, I think. Also, it's, like, it's so... It's totally the... um. It's totally... What's that song? I, the I Forgot You Existed of this album. Like, it's well, like, yeah. literally, yeah. it's yeah. just the folklore. Track, first one. The, but it's also, like, has the yeah. same, like, vibe. It's, like, a fun, yeah. like, upbeat. Like, not too serious like kind of intro to the album but it totally like works with the vibe of the album so it like it's completely that song for this album. yeah also the um i feel like it could be on lover and it wouldn't be that weird yeah kind of yeah with it's nice to have a like, friend like chiller yeah yeah it could replace it's nice to have a friend with <laughs> <No>. this song. <laughs> um the part Love where it's like please. roaring 20s tossing pennies in the pool did you guys think like so obviously like roaring 20s like 1920s but do you think it has like any reference to like oh we're in the 20s now or well i think she's talking about i think it's like i think she's making a play on like she's referencing she's in her 20s oh but then it's like a reference to like the like they're in their they are roaring 20s but she's in her 20s that's that's what i think it is because she met joe in her 20s yeah it is that's what i would think see she references age so much guys yeah, she loves ages and she loves colors, and she loves calling people baby also, and darling and love. Yeah. <laughs> True. I also, Madeline is going to touch on this, but I love when she says, "You know, the greatest films of all time were never made." Um, oh, and also, and if you're, and if you never bleed, you're never going to grow. Um, I don't know. It's a very fun, catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. Song. And this song is very important in my theory. It's very important okay. in yeah, my so theory too. Soon. Well, should we, we move might have on to, to think the theory, theory section? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Wait, we're doing I'm theories now? I'm curious to hear your theory. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I feel like, Madeline, you should go first, because I think my th- like your theory will lead into my theory. I don't really know your okay. theory, but I just... And, like, my theory, that. maybe it's not even a theory. Maybe it's just, like, it's more just, like, kind of a string, an invisible string, so to speak, <laughs> tying, like, three songs <laughs> together. Which is the songs that all mention film. So the one is the first one, and it says, you know, the greatest films of all time were never made. So to me, they're, like, in the past. And, and then also, like, the Roaring Twenties. So they're, like, in the past, and they're looking towards the future. Like, the greatest films haven't been made yet. I mean, it also could be a reference to, like, really great things happen that nobody hears about. But, you know, okay, so things in the future are going to happen. And then mm-hmm. the next time films are mentioned is in Exile, which is, I think I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending. So I would say that's the present. And because um, they're talking about a film that they've seen in their own lifetime. 
And then the third one is in uh, This Is Me Trying. It's um, you're a flashback in a film reel. So that's like this is like an old film from the past that we're looking back at. And it could even be like looking back at one of those past two songs. I I haven't studied the lyrics super closely, but it's also like a progression through the album. Like the first one is the past that which is, I think, the first song on the album. Exile is the fourth song, which is current. And then this is me trying, which is the future is like somewhere toward the end of the album. That's my that's my little I like it. invisible string. And she also mentions film. Like I feel like she mentions mentions it in a couple of other. Those songs. were the like, only is like the, three film is like the in street ho- She mentions it in hoax, I think. Oh, she mentions it in, in hoax. She says there, movie, I feel like not an, film. She says oh, you you okay. knew the like hero died, one, so what's the know. movie for? I wrote it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well. That leads perfectly into my theory, because mine is about the whole movie film thing. Well, I don't really know if it's a theory as much as it's a prediction, but I think that she's trying to tell us that she's going to be in a movie. Oh, God. Um, hmm. And I have a lot she of just into. ideas about this movie. She what? was just into. Well, no, I know she's... she's What movie was she just in? Um, Cats and Cats. her like, Cats. documentary. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> um, she's going to be in another okay. movie. Because those have gone really Is she going to be acting in it? Yeah, Cat's and, so great. <laughs> well, no, this movie's going to be really good. And she's just going to have, like, a very small role in it. But Joe is going to be, like, a star in the movie. Um, and she's... But she's going to, like, write and sing some of the songs for the soundtrack. But she's going to have a pretty small acting role. Because I don't think acting is, like, really mm. her thing. Mm. Wait, have any of us seen Cats? No. no. I'm never, never gonna see it. We should all watch it. We should watch it. We, we yeah, really we should. should all watch it. I feel like that's a movie that we like should watch. Let's What's um, it on? In a week. This week. Or next week. Okay, this Okay, next week no. we're watching Cat. Well, it's happening. Whenever or we can. can watch it for the um. podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. It's not Maybe. really timely um, anymore. But, <laughs> but I also think this movie is gonna take place in either the twenties or the fifties. And it's going to have sort of, like, Great Gatsby, La La Land kind of vibes. Um, Those are two And it's going to be vibes. rated PG-13. I just really <laughs> feel like it's a PG-13 kind of movie. Um, Hence the explicitness of this album. Yeah. But I feel like this album is, like, it's going to be a little bit less mature than the album. Um, what is it about? And, oh, wait, I have another theory. But wait, wait, my, I should have finished this. What is this based on? And is the, this just, like, a random prediction, or is it actually connected to anything? <laughs> just, like, the, like the vibes I'm getting from the album. Because she says film a lot of times? Um, so my would not like, be yeah, put on Twitter, like, but I just be like, I'm just getting vibes that she's going to release a movie. <laughs> Maya, yeah, you need numbers. You need math problems. And I think that this movie is going to generate, like, a lot of Oscar buzz. However, it is not actually going to win any... Except for best original song. That's okay. what I think. Okay. Um, but I have like a sub theory. Um which is that this album is the soundtrack for the movie. That would make more sense. Uh, what'd you say? I actually that wouldn't make I don't know. I mean I I really hope that's right. I mean I'm sure it's not. I mean I feel like that would be cool, but like 
But there's too many different They're stories also different. in this album. Yeah, yeah there's so different. part of it's her life, and part of it's, like, hmm. random people. Random people. And part of it's, well, like, it could her be house like owner's a... life. Love actually type movie where there's like so many different stories. I guess like, like Valentine's take, Day. They like take a movie she was actually in. in different times. Oh, like, maybe they'll jump back. Maybe oh, maybe they'll be in the twenties. Like, will it just be an It'll autobiography be of her life where she randomly runs no, into it's not about her. James and Betty. <laughs> but this, I feel like this movie could be about like Rebecca, whatever her name is, or like Standard Oil. Okay. The movie could be about Standard Oil. Yeah, it's going to be about standard okay. oil. Oh, God. Um, other than Maya's well, movie theory. <laughs> I like my theory. What do we think you is... You don't have to like it. <laughs> what do we think is next for Taylor, other than this random... Being in a movie? Being in a movie. <laughs> I mean, maybe she'll be in a movie. I. She's well, like, done it before. But I hope wise, she's learned her lesson from her movies. Genre-wise, I feel like she could go anywhere from this. Like, she could go back to lover pop. She could go towards, like, red pop really easily. She could even, like, go back to country. Like, the tra- she could transition yeah. to a lot of things. I would to like see. to see her transition to, like, a totally new genre. <laughs> Going into rap. Like, I feel like what would that be, though? She's done like, a little literally, rap, what hasn't, hasn't she done? done well. <laughs> like, Maya, like, what? Like, Latin pop? Like, start writing songs in Spanish? Like... I don't know what other <laughs> genres there are that she's like. like really literally, what well, there's a lot she of genres. Like she's never really done any sort of rock thing. I do like when she does R and like False God is like kind of R and B, and I really like is that. It though, it's a little R and B. But I don't think that t- I don't think she should release an R and B album. I don't think that would be. I honestly good. would be. Um, yeah, that might not like, be so well received. Along, along the lines of Red. Yeah, I feel and like, like that sort more of makes chill. sense. I but think yeah, a bit one of the less, reasons, like, pop anthems, a bit more chill. Yeah. One of the reasons I love this album is I feel like it was, like, all the chill songs from her previous albums. Mm-hmm. Like, she's been able to write this type of song all yeah. along. She's just never written a whole album of them. And it's because she yeah. has no pressure to, like, she doesn't care as much about, like, yeah. chopping the charts. Like, it's not, she's I feel got, like she's kind she's of at the point of her, cha- she's at the point of her career where she's sort of past her prime of, like, having like number one after number one after number one and so she's yeah. sort of like okay just like doing whatever she like wants well, and to do she's got the like the dedicated fans that are like never gonna leave her yeah like she alive. can do whatever she wants and she'll get like still yeah, a ton of really listeners. does not matter what the album so yeah. as long as she's not concerned about like persistently topping the charts like she can kind of just do whatever she wants and whatever she's like feeling in the moment so i feel like this is like the kind of album that she as you said, like, she could have done it all along, but it's never yeah. really made sense for her in her career, and so now she's kind of at the point in her career where she can do this kind of album and just release it randomly and, like, just be happy with how it, well, whatever happens. And it's, and I think she still did break the Spotify like, streaming records, for, um, anyway. Well, yeah, but. she's gonna top the charts no matter what she does, um, but I do think this album makes more sense in, like, or it just feels more organic in her like evolution as an artist than reputation or lover mm-hmm. does. I feel that too. Um, it's not like this whole era thing. Yeah, it's I like mean, it's almost like an, an anti. I like this yeah. era. Yeah, but it's not like she just like. Or I don't know. Did she delete all her Instagram no, posts? She no, she didn't. I mean, it, okay, it clearly was good. like a coordinated she hasn't effort. Like, them she's since... like released merch like specifically for it. Oh, like the it's merch like, bothers me. 
Well, yeah. It's like it's not one. like she's like it's not an era at all, and she's just like, oh, I just randomly put an album. Okay, go back to your like. I'm back to my regular life. Like she's clearly like it is like an era, but like it's not super produced. It's not like well, it seems like more just and her. months and months in advance, and it's just like she was like, I made this album. I'm making this like some merch items to go along with it. Like I'm ex- really just excited about it, and I'm just putting it out there. Like do whatever you want with it. It's less about like. Like the waiting and the Easter eggs, yeah, and the blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. It's just like, Wait, but can I talk about like, the merch for a second? Because the merch, the yeah. merch just bothers me. The first thing is that like there's eight different like records and eight different CDs. So I'm like, you don't, you don't need eight different ones. Because to me, that just seems like it's trying for to her get eight albums. I know, but it really just seems like trying to get people to buy more than yeah, one. Yeah, it's so obnoxious. That's what it is. And yeah. then yeah, the other thing exactly is, like, the, the fact that she's, like, releasing merch and, like, what, it's, like, available for two or three days, and then it's, like, new merch available for two or three days? That's, like, yeah. also It's called getting... marketing. Yeah, I know. It's all marketing. It's just, like, getting yeah, people I to spend it. more money on her stuff. And I'm... Ugh, that just bothers me. But, exactly, honey. But, um, like she's a business... Yeah, I, know. I don't know if I'm allowed I wish to swear. She and the bundling. Yeah. Also, every artist does bundling. Album bundling. But anyway, Yeah. Um, and then also she's supposedly re-recording her albums still too. So and oh yeah, that's, like, I think that's a great start idea. Start in November, November of twenty twenty. That's like when her it's contract allows her. Them? That's when her contract allows her to like, I think release them at like starting then. But she probably won't do it right then. I mean, yeah, maybe she will, but that seems like very soon. Well, that does seem like it will take a lot of, you know, work and time, because it's a lot of songs. So. And also, it's like, I was like, oh, like, she'll actually probably hit the November 2020, um, like, she'll probably be ready by then, at least for some one of her albums or something. <laughs> no. But the fact that she spent all of quarantine doing this album <laughs> makes yeah. me think that that's not actually going to happen. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, but those songs are all already written, you know? Yeah, but just, like, trying to recreate them so that they, like... And recording yeah, takes a while. It's a lot of albums. Apparently, she actually like recorded a lot of these songs on like the like third or fourth take, and she did some of these songs like all in one take. Oh, that's awesome! According to Jack Antonoff, so Jack Antonoff said yeah. her voice—he had never heard her voice sound so good. Before. Yeah, she does Which sound I do really good. Like I think Aaron Dessner. These songs like work so well with her voice. Like they yeah. don't like yeah. stretch her it, voice at yeah, all. A lot like, of them, the ranges agree. aren't too too much. Yeah. yeah. Aaron well, Dessner said that, that yeah. like she wrote songs for her. Aaron Dessner said that yeah. Aaron Dessner said that she did peace in one take first try. That's amazing. Wow. Well. All right. Um I feel like we've we've talked this is definitely our longest podcast episode ever, but there was a lot to get into. Is it? Oh my god. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Wow. Um, but, you know, we loved the album, so there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, there was a lot to talk about, and I feel like I still I could continue to talk about this forever and ever. Same. I but feel I kind like of just so, want to go and listen so to the more. songs now. Um, it's I know. I'm like, I, I need to listen to, to all the songs. Because we've been recording for an hour, over <laughs> an hour and a half. But anyway, um, I guess I will just pr- uh, promote our socials. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Um, they're both pops, pop culture. You can send us an email with your thoughts. What are your thoughts on Taylor Swift? I know she's very controversial to some, although I feel like she's doing better in the public eye than she used to, at least. Um, I think people care about her less. Yeah, which probably helps. <laughs> I mean, my grandpa still doesn't like her. 
Like, what, what does They're always like going to be the haters. Uh, so I went over to my grandparents' house the other day, and I was wearing my Reputation shirt that has a picture of Taylor's um, <laughs> face on the front. And for anyone listening, little background, like, I'm a singer. And I walked in, and he said, who's that woman on your shirt? And I said, it's Taylor Swift. And he's like, ooh, you're going to sing worse tonight. <laughs> So. That's so rude. Yeah. Well, that's the exact same thing Abigail said when um, Madeline told us the story yesterday. <laughs> it's on the same brainwave. Um, or wavelength. Anyway, so wave if you wave. have thoughts on Taylor Swift <laughs> or folklore or anything, it's, it's been a while. Um, we've been recording for a while. You can send them to us at popsandpopculture at gmail.com. Email them to us. Um, or you can DM us, follow us on social media. Or leave us a review. And yeah, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, subscribe to us on there. Follow us on Spotify. Connect with us on Good Pods. Um, <laughs> and Pocket Casts. We haven't talked Pocket Casts. All of the... Pl- <laughs> it's been a while. I think we just need to end this up. Also... So, yeah, we also, need to end this um, I want to... But we'll be back wait, on Wait, Luke, Wednesday. let me... Really quick. Wait, Riverdale. For another Riverdale. Riverdale season two is picking up. Um, what was? Oh, we need to Can tell I... Madeline what our wait, outro thing is. Guys. We say Bon Nui. And wait, 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 before before we start the outro, we say Bon Before we start the oh wait, I did know that. Well, yeah, you know that. I listened to your podcast, guys. We just can have you to hear me? You. Hello, can you hear yes. me? Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. So before I just you were just ignoring me. Before we start the outro, I just want to say, um, if you're looking for more Taylor Swift content, the podcast that me and Luke like is mm-hmm. called Swiftish. Yeah, podcast. They we we really drop that. credit all of my like interest in podcasting with them, interest in Taylor Swift with them. Yeah, and they're releasing an episode okay. on tomorrow. A little promo for them. They probably don't even know we exist, but it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Are we ready to say Bon Nui? Mm-hmm. We're, We're ready. ready. Okay. Yes. Bon nui, everyone. <laughs> bon nui. Bon nui. Abigail. Abigail. I said bon nui. Is she gone? <laughs> <laughs> Is she not here? Maybe her audio is just coming out. Okay, I'm going to assume. What? Bye, everyone. Bye.